Hi guys, welcome back to Typically Peachy. I hope that your week is going well. I hope that you're excited for the weekend, Halloween weekend. Do you guys have plans? I have plans, tentatively. I kind of know what I'm doing, kind of don't. I definitely don't know what I'm going to be for Halloween, so I really need to figure that one out. Maybe I'll figure out what I'm going to be on the podcast today, so stay tuned for that. I am excited for this weekend though because I have friends coming in from home to come to Chicago. I'm so excited to show them our new place. It's getting cleaner, guys. That is really what's new with me. I am getting my life back together. We have our format back in this podcast today because we are just getting back into the swing of things. We really, really are figuring out how to fully live as a functioning adult in a new apartment. Me and my boyfriend feel like we're literally playing grown up. I've told you guys this so many times, but I do not really feel like an adult. I feel like a child pretty much at all times. So being here, living here, it's really funny. Every single thing that we do, we're like, this is weird. We know that we're doing adult things, but we feel like children. But regardless, it has been so, so fun. My siblings and my sister's boyfriend have all left, which is very, very sad. But we're going to see them again very soon, so it's not too bad. But because of that, we now have time to make our apartment how we want it. Set it up nice, a little bit more organized. Have my workspace. Guys, working from home in this new environment, I feel like it is doing wonders for my mental health. At home, I was literally working from my bed every single day which, to be fair, that was definitely my own choice. But now I have so many more options. I can work in the living room. I can work on the couch. I can work at a desk. I can work so many different places, which I feel like just allows for me to actually work better and just kind of have a little bit more fun doing it because I really like my space. So that's been really great. We've gotten a few new things that I'm going to share with you guys on the podcast today. I feel like a lot of my content is going to be very apartment focused. A lot of the good things may be apartment related. I'll definitely mix some things in here and there for you guys. But if you're getting a new apartment or even if you're thinking about for the future, I want to share with you guys some of the things that I've loved so far. So we'll get into that a little bit later in the podcast. But before we do that, let's get right into what's hot. We have stories this week, again, because we're back into the swing of things. We're back into the normal routine. We have some stuff to talk about hot off the press, so let's get right into it. First up for what's hot is on theme for this weekend, and if you are like me and still do not have a costume idea, here's something that may be able to help you. From Variety.com, the best pop culture Halloween costumes for 2021. I love when articles like this come out. One, because I need a Halloween costume idea. But two, because I just love specifically looking at the trends of the year and seeing what is everybody doing? What were the big pop culture moments and who's gonna be representing them this year and how are they gonna be representing them? So let's see what Variety has to say. First costume, contestants and guards in Squid Game. Okay guys, I have not seen Squid Game yet, which I feel like I am the only one, but if you have seen Squid Game and are a stan, then maybe this is the costume for you. Variety mentions that you can buy the Squid Game green tracksuit on Amazon, so maybe that's a good quick one. You can probably Amazon Prime it. They also say that alternatively, you could get the Red Guard costume, both from Squid Game, both very topical. Next up, and I think this one is so funny, Kim Kardashian at the Met Gala. I'm very interested to see how many people choose to do this this year. Variety suggests just getting a black head-to-toe bodysuit and a bodycon skirt. 
both under $40. Very funny idea. Another one from the Met, ASAP Rocky at the Met. For this, they suggest buying a vintage polyester quilt and wearing that. Next up, Tony Soprano. You can buy a sweatsito velour tracksuit. Yes, that is a sweatsuit and a tuxedo combined. You can buy it on Amazon, apparently. To complete the look, you'll need a light-up cigar prop and a silver chain. Easy enough, guys. Next up, which I hope so many people do because she is such an icon, Amanda Gorman. You all know the look that I'm talking about. If you don't, look her up. I'm sure this will be the first look that you see. That yellow blazer jacket. You can get one of your own. Apparently, there's one on Nordstrom if you want to check that out. And then to complete the look, that red headband that looked so adorable on her. You can find that on Amazon. Another idea, Princess Diana. The classic look that's very much coming back now with the Harvard sweatshirt oversized, her white turtleneck, the biker shorts, the ankle socks, the tennis shoes. Such a classic look and honestly the fashion of today too so I feel like you could get this look very easily. Next, Money Heist. I have not seen this one, but Variety suggests getting the dolly mask and the Money Heist jumpsuit both via Amazon. Next, Larry David in Curb Your Enthusiasm. I've seen people do this one before. I think I saw somebody do it last year. It's so funny every single time. You just get a balding wig and round wired glasses. Great funny costume. Next up, from Among Us, a colorful astronaut costume. I haven't seen Among Us, but I love these costumes, you guys. I want to be the little yellow one. It's so cute. This article says that it's only 20 bucks. I feel like I need this in my life. It very much gives off Teletubbies meets space vibes. This option is fun too. Simone Biles. You can buy a red, white, and blue leotard. Pretty fun. Pretty easy. And next, one that has made the list time and time again. That is Harley Quinn in Suicide Squad. I feel like everyone loves to be Harley Quinn, so it is such an ideal Halloween costume. You can go so many ways with it. There are so many options out there. Or you could just make something yourself. Either way, I feel like I always love this costume. Next up, from The Mandalorian... Ahsoka Tano, they have the full costume on Amazon for you. But also, who's gonna be Baby Yoda? We need somebody to be Baby Yoda. I feel like there are gonna be a lot of dogs out there that are gonna be Baby Yoda, and probably a lot of babies that are gonna be Baby Yoda. Excited to see him more than anything. The next one I feel like is gonna be huge this year Corella Deville in Cruella. Obviously, the Corella Deville costume has been around for ages. But this new take on it, Emma Stone in Cruella, very, very different, very, very high fashion, so many different things that you can do for it. And you can buy the half blonde, half black hair wig on Amazon. Check it out for yourself. These next ones, guys, I'm just going to list off for you, and then you go search it up, see how you can do the costume. Star Wars The Mandalorian Wheelchair Cover Set. Very cute. It's literally like you are Baby Yoda because you are inside Baby Yoda's little wheelchair cover thing. Natasha Romanoff in Black Widow. Cassie in A Promising Young Woman. I feel like a lot of people are going to do this one too. Crew members in Below Deck. A classic look. Wanda Maximoff in WandaVision. I'm sure this one's going to be big as well. LeBron James in Space Jam. Daphne in Bridgerton. I'm sure that there are a lot of fun ways to do that costume too. Patricia Reggiani in House of Gucci. Star and Barb in Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. 
very fun friends costume. Ted and Ted Lasso, I'm sure we're gonna see a ton of Ted's this year. Grace Frazier in The Undoing. If you see a green coat, it's definitely Grace Frazier. Lil Nas X in Call Me By Your Name and industry music videos. Mare in Mare of Easttown. Emily and Paula in The White Lotus. My favorite character from The White Lotus, Tanya. This would also be so great. Fran Lebowitz. And last one to make the list, Sanderson Sisters in Hocus Pocus. A classic option, always bring it back to Hocus Pocus if you have no idea what to do. That was a pretty good list from Variety. I'm very interested to see if those costumes are seen all over this year or if we see other ones pop up more. I love Halloween for so many reasons, but one of them is definitely showcasing the pop culture moments of the year. So we'll all stay tuned, see if we're surprised by anything we see this weekend. Next up for what's hot, something that I'm very excited to talk to you guys about, and that is Adele's 73 questions video. I don't know about you guys, but I am obsessed with the 73 questions videos from Vogue. I think that they're so interesting. I love to hear the answers. I love the interviewer. I love how you can get to know the people a tiny bit more. I also think it's really interesting to see how each person that's interviewed acts differently in that setting. Talking about themselves, answering those kinds of questions, guiding the interviewer through their home, it's all incredibly different per person. And Adele's was very highly anticipated because she was supposed to do it a long time ago. It didn't end up happening, but now it finally happened with the release of her new album. And it was the first time in the history of 73 questions that more than 73 questions were asked and answered. Vogue wrote up a summary of their 73 questions video with her. They state, Pardon the cliche, but it truly has been a whirlwind year for Adele. From her November Vogue cover to the release of her new single, Easy On Me, her first in almost six years, an upcoming album, the singer is busier than ever, but she's still generous enough to make time to answer a few of our questions. 73 questions plus a special bonus round which may have significant meaning for Adele fans. In case you need a recommendation for Adele's new album, just know that singing some of the songs still makes her cry, meaning the rest of us should go ahead and invest in waterproof mascara. For all the rest of the details on concert horror stories, stage fright, on-the-spot fashion consultation, and the advice that a certain mega-famous singer passed on to Adele after her throat surgery, check out the full video. I personally would definitely recommend checking it out. Hers was one of the better interviews that I've seen from them. She's so natural and she truly just seems like she's having a conversation with the interviewer, which is the best kind. It just seems so comfortable for her. And if you are a true Adele stan, like it said in this, you for sure want to see it because she definitely gave a little bit of a hint about her new album in there. People have shared their conspiracies, so watch the video check out the conspiracies. Let me know what you guys think, but people are saying that because she answered 95 questions, that equals up to all of her album title names, 19, 21, 25, and this new one, 30, equals 95. That's why she answered 95 questions. That's what people are saying. But if you do have a different conspiracy, let me know what it is. I would love to hear it, but I feel like people got it. I feel like it is just adding up the album titles. But either way, I think that that's really cool, a really special and unique thing to do. 
for somebody that was so highly anticipated for this interview and somebody that is so well respected and she did not disappoint check it out for yourself 73 questions with adele that's it for what's hot let's get right into what's good because i have two products for you guys that i really want to share that we recently bought for our new apartment and they're really really great items that even if you don't get these specific ones there are elements of both of them that I feel like if you are furnishing an apartment or just adding something to your room, they have parts to them that are really good to keep in mind when you're searching for those things. So first up is a TV stand. The one that we got is by Zipcode Design. It's called the Tracy TV Stand. What I most recommend for this TV stand are two things. One, I think that when you get a TV stand specifically, you should remember that it's not just the TV that you're going to be putting on it. You know, like there are other things that you may want to put there, whether that's a gaming console or speakers, or maybe you have controllers, or maybe you just want to decorate a little bit underneath the TV. Remember that that's kind of a sticking point in the apartment. So you want it to be cute and functional, not just something to solely put a TV on. The second thing that I really like about this TV stand is that the corners are rounded. This may seem like a detail that you don't really think about or that doesn't really matter, but here's why it does. When people pass by wherever your TV stand is, if your table is cornered, they have a higher chance of hurting themselves on it. Okay, I know that that's something you probably wouldn't think about, but it's really nice, especially if you're working with a smaller space. So again, even if you don't get this specific one, Those are two key things that I would say definitely keep in mind if you're on the market for one. The second product that I have to recommend to you guys is a floor lamp. It's from Ikea. Let's see if I can pronounce this right. It's the Simmer Shaman floor lamp. It has three glow bulbs. It's super, super cute. It makes the space feel so unique. And that's one of the things that I really, really love that I feel like you should value when you're looking for a floor lamp, especially for a living room space or somewhere where people are gonna see it a lot. So that's one thing to definitely keep in mind. I feel like people tend to veer more towards the more original or traditional looking ones. And in my personal opinion, I feel like things that really stand out and make your place feel the most like your own is if you get something really fun for something like a light. Maybe you get something a little bit more boring or traditional or whatever for a TV stand, let's say, because something is going to go on top of it, as long as it's still functional for the things underneath. But for something that's more of a focal point, like a floor lamp that gives light, that warms up the whole place, that's where you can have more fun, you know? The other thing about this that isn't specific to this lamp, but to keep in mind, is to get floor lamps in general. I think sometimes people just stick to the overhead lights, But those can sometimes be really, really harsh. They're not as warm. They don't give as much of an ambiance feel. You can't make it as cozy with an overhead light, especially if it's one that's provided by an apartment. You know, if you're in a home and you pick your different light structures and everything, that's a whole different story. But if you're just taking what you're given, I would definitely recommend getting some alternative lighting to make the space feel a little bit less intense and a little bit more homey. Those are my initial apartment recommendations. We haven't gotten a ton of new stuff, so these were two things that I wanted to mention. Check them out if you're in the market for them, or even if you just want some ideas for a future apartment one day. It's fun to put things on the drawing board, so hopefully this helps with that a little bit. 
Last up for what's good, I have two songs for you guys this week. Young Souls by Broken Back and Who We Are by Declan. Both are really great. Of course, they've been added to the playlist, Typically Peachy, What's Good on Spotify. That's it for what's good. Let's get right into Need to Know Basis. We are going to be Halloween themed this week and talk about something tangential to Halloween, and that is wearing a mask. I'm not talking about a COVID mask, although you should all be wearing those when advised. I'm talking about the thing that we hide behind. I'm talking about that concept of keeping our true personalities behind a barrier over ourselves that we don't let the world fully see, that we don't let the ones around us see. I could be wrong on this, but I'm pretty positive everybody has at at least one point in their life put on a mask. Whether that means holding back a part of yourself, not giving your all to somebody, pretending to be somebody that you're not, maybe to make somebody comfortable, maybe to make yourself comfortable, maybe so that you didn't have to be vulnerable, maybe to assimilate. The point is, there are so many instances being a human being where we feel like we are in situations where we can't be our true selves, where we have to put this mask on in order to function, in order to get through the day. I'm here to tell you to be who you are behind the mask. Be unapologetically yourself. Be your personality. Show people who you are. I know that it's sometimes a lot easier to put up that front. I feel like I've seen this so many times when I'm in a situation with somebody that I know and love so well and I see how they interact with people that they're not as comfortable with. And I know that there are a plethora of reasons of why people are not their complete self around strangers and are more comfortable with the people that they know and love. But I think a lot of times what holds people back is the fear of judgment of being who you are behind that mask. Because if you don't show somebody your true self, then they can't judge who you actually are because they can never get to know who you actually are because you're not showing them. I think that fear stops a lot of people. That person that they think would judge them for their personality behind the mask probably has that exact same fear about being judged about who they are behind their mask. I know that this is a very idealistic thing to request, but I think that if we just stopped being so judgmental of each other off the bat, we could take our metaphorical masks off sometimes. We could feel more comfortable around each other. We wouldn't have that same fear. And I really believe that it starts on an individual level. So when you meet somebody, my challenge to you guys and a challenge that I have for myself currently is to assume that they have a mask on, that there is more to them there is more to their personality, there is more to their self that they don't yet feel 100% comfortable to share. And I'm going to do everything that I can to make it so that I'm not presenting an additional barrier for them to feel comfortable to do so. Because I know if I'm in a situation and I'm around people that make me feel like I'm in a space of inclusivity, I feel like it's a no-judgment zone, I'm definitely more myself. I know I am. So this Halloween, when you're dressing up, when you're putting your costume on, when you're getting so excited to be somebody else, remember to bring that level of excitement into being yourself. 
As cliche as that may sound, I don't even care, you guys, because that is something that we should constantly be working on, just being unapologetically ourselves, being cool with who we are, being proud of who we are, being excited to be us. There are going to be a million Harley Quinns this year. There is only one you every single day. So be who you are behind the mask and strive to make others feel like they can do the same. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. After two weeks of unstructured podcasting, we are finally back with our structure. What's new? What's hot? What's good? Need to know basis. I'm giving you guys it all every single week. So make sure to tune in every single Thursday. We're still getting into the swing of it in Chicago. So stay tuned for more. Have a great Halloween weekend. Stay safe. Eat candy. Say something nice to a stranger. And don't forget to stay peachy, my friends. Stay peachy.